everyone, and Happy New Year. Looking for inspiration and actionable tips? Today, we have that. We are here for you today on the Business of Life Masterclass Podcast, the show for people who thrive on opportunities, drive to get results, and seek an input, ideas to incorporate quickly. Barb Zant here, media sales leader, founder of the Lifestyle Brand Stay at Work Mom, and fashion stylist. Hello, everyone, and happy holidays, happy new year. It's Debbie Lundberg, performance coach with Presenting Powerfully and the Remote Work Rockstar author. Today is a bonus episode. As we close out 2020, Debbie and I are going to talk about what worked for us for the year and, frankly, what didn't. This year didn't look like any of us expected. We all had many challenges and quite frankly, some heartaches. With that being said, we both pivoted and either shifted our goals or achieved the ones that we set or didn't achieve them. And we're going to talk about that because it's real. The goal here is to not only hold each of us accountable, but to provide that look back and make sure this year more than ever that we take out what didn't work and add more of what did. We encourage all of you to spend some time in your calendars for 2020 to take that look back and find a time when everyone's out of the house and either do that now or at the very beginning of the year. As we redefine our goals for 2021 is a great refresher as we choose to fill our days with and a reminder of what serves us best. Before we jump into our schedules, let's celebrate a win that each of us had for our goals. Debbie, let's start with you. Thanks, Barb. Well, you know, I like to to stick with the plan. And yet at this time, I'll share two personal goals. So I look at goals. A lot of you've heard me say this and some of our listeners. So I think of it as you set a goal, you apply action, and that becomes an accomplishment. And so while it's great to set goals, it takes that action. And a goal that I had was to have a successful TED Talk. So I look at it personally and professionally. That I consider a bit of both, but it certainly would go in that professional category. Now that TED Talk was was an unusual one in that I was invited, which was wonderful, And it was supposed to be in May. It was scheduled then for October 30th with the pandemic. And then it moved to virtual. And that meant really no audience. And yet with that one take on delivering it to the camera, I was really happy to do it, even though it was only uh, just under two months after the kidney donation, which believe it or not, became an accomplishment in 2020, because it wasn't something I started the year with. That happened, that process started happening at the end of February. At the same time, the goal was to assist this person who I you know, you know, didn't really know. And the actions that I ended up taking ended up being the kidney donation. And so on a personal note, it's not necessarily that the goal was to donate the kidney. The, do- the goal was to assist her and it certainly came to fruition. So I consider both of those huge accomplishments with a wonderful appreciation for the support I had on both. How about you? Yes, all of the above I, I loved. I loved that I was actually like a part of your TED Talk by getting to hear it first because it's so inspiring. And just seeing that the pivot with you being a live speaker and then doing it without an audience 
because normally the, that audience engaged. And so I loved that I got to see it many, many times. And that also being a part of that, that life-changing journey that, that you were on and that so many people wanted to be a part of once they heard that. And we've talked about that many, many times. But w- one of my accomplishments or, or goals is contributing to the book that you wrote, Remote Work Rockstar. So that has been on my list for many, many years to write a book. And I had no idea what it entailed and how to get started on that. And that was a great pivot that you made early, early in for the Remote Work Rockstar. And not only did I feel like it helped not only my entire team, but many of our listeners change and adapt, but it was just eye awakening for me to see what went into writing a book that the time commitment contributing and congratulations. Yes. I, I love it. I share it often, but, but that was great. And that is personal and professional. And one day in the near future, I hope to write my own, but that was a, a great project to to be asked to contribute to. So uh, thank you, um, Debbie, there. And I, I want to say the the next one I'm going to bring up is more, it's personal and, and business. And it's just the, the constant uh, pivoting and the tackling on my list as I went from being um, leading a team in the office and connecting each day that way to never have worked at home in my career. And I say work from home because that's what I used to do is like, you know, from my bed after my little guy, you know, went to bed, I would jump back on the computer and another eye opening um, experience, uh, just the the pivot. That's uh, my jam had always been adapting um, to changes. Um, This year, there was just a lot of changes. And so you'd pivot and then you pivot again and you pivot again and you pivot again. So just relaxing that muscle. And I had a lot of things that I wanted to accomplish in my house and even doing a little remodeling. So I had a space to work and that I could call my own. And that was strictly my office. So those were a couple of accomplishments for me is the constant pivots and successful pivots and then knocking off some things organizationally at home for my remodel, you know, project and getting those done. Well done. Well done. I like to say direct your energy. And even if it's a redirection, it's a, it's a direction of our attitude, a direction of our energy. And I encourage our listeners to do that. I'm fortunate that one of the misses, you know, I like to say that we have, we have, uh, problems we have that have solutions we have issues that have fixes and we have misses that we can adjust and adapt and I had a a miss that certainly could have been a problem as we look at this with our accomplishments over the year something that didn't go the way I planned was I certainly did not hit my business revenue goals now I hit a, a goal that I changed after March, in the middle of March, to keeping my business not only afloat, but keeping it profitable. And with over six months of nearly no new business, and people have heard me say this on other in other publications, that only $2,000 worth of new business that came in in six months was you know, a huge miss and could have been not only an issue, but a problem. And being able to just continue to generate 
content and give away the books and give away ideas and share those over 50 hours of free content um, not only kept me feeling really good, but it was it was very uplifting to hear how people felt that change for them. Now, it doesn't mean that in the back of my mind and in the front of my efforts wasn't to keep the business going. Certainly that was, but I, I've, I was happy with how it ended up, even though the dollars and cents financially will be now my new challenge for 2021 to see if I, what I can, can build and how it can change. And you mentioned change. There's a lot of idea of, do you, how do you lead through change? And I have some engagements booked right away in the new year, which I'm so thankful for. And it's a lot of fun because there's a difference in managing change and leading through change. And certainly that's, that's part of all of our abilities if we choose to have them. So glad that you mentioned it, but that was a big, that was a big miss for me. And it's not something that probably if you told me that I would miss a number that I would share publicly, but at the same time, it's important for us to realize that if we measure everything only on the dollars, then we're definitely could be feeling as though we failed. And yet I feel like the year has been a success. And I also own that I didn't hit that number. How about you? It's so exciting to to know what's in store for us for 2021. I am very excited. I also had a few misses. And, you know, one of those, you know, a lot of people did have extra time in March. I had the opposite as I'm learning to lead our team remotely. And just the, the many hours that we spent, frankly, handling cancellations. Mm-hmm. And then getting those back on. But I had to relook at my schedule. I do all the time blocking, all the things. But I was finding that it was one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning and my runway would just end. So I had to eliminate some things that I loved doing, but that weren't really serving me in this time. Mm-hmm. And so while that was disappointing, I'm really excited now having some extra time um, moving into 2021, but I did have some, you know, big goals and I was doing a lot of things, but as we were shifting and, you know, I'm on nine to 12, you know, Zoom meetings a day and thankful for them, I needed to, you know, kind of change up my schedule and take some things out. This time at home and having dinner with my family every night before I was, my goal was to have dinner three nights a week. And now we have, you know, probably two meals at the table together a day, and I don't want to change that. And so there's things that I absolutely am adding back into my calendar. And one of them is a schedule that is not as packed and spending time, you know, with my family. And, and you talk about this all the time, Debbie, is looking forward to everything we have, even when we have a packed schedule. And I was up till three o'clock in the morning on Christmas Eve loving every minute of it because we're very blessed to be able to do some things. And there's so many things that are are going well that we have to just be engaged and be in the moment there. And I have been, and I've enjoyed all of my time. And, and if I didn't, then I was quick to make that change and get it off my schedule. All a choice. It really is. Debbie, one of the things
things that I wanted to ask you, you talk so much and I know that you, uh, many of the things that you lead is goal setting. And, and it's about that action. It's not about the things we say we're going to do. And it's, it's that action behind it. Why is it so important for us to do this look back and see what we accomplished and what we didn't and why? Uh, well, the importance of it is accountability. And also it's the idea that when we, when you look back and you assess fairly, now we're all a bit biased in our some of us are our own best cheerleaders and some of us are our own worst critics and some of us are both. So when you look back, the reason number one, you want to set goals and set what I call you know, planned accomplishments is you can really track whether or not it was achieved. And so if you said, I want to uh, eat dinner more with my family, then that is not a measurable goal. So the fact that you said you wanted to have that three times a week and now you exceeded it and you like it, that was a measurable goal. So your look back could tell you, if, well, will tell you many things if you're really sincere and, and earnest about how you look back. If you look back and you realize that your goals were not concrete and measurable, it tells you how to change that. If you look back and you had some misses, you can certainly look at ways to improve. And if you had the wins, you can celebrate them. So the, the idea of looking back allows us to then move forward and have a base and every base changes slightly. I remember when I was at General Motors years ago, we would look at how we would position objectives and goals for numbers and we would do a three-year weighted average. And I remember saying the three-year weighted average is terrific unless that last year was was very unusual or different. So when you look back this year, if you started, started it last year, or this year, excuse me, in 2020, and now in 2021, you're looking back, that is going to be your only year that you have something measure, measurable, that's okay. If you have others, start to combine them. But you're a person of growth, and you're a person of attitude and energy and, and abilities. So if you go back and you say you miss something, you might decide that's not important now. You know, like, like I've said, some of those things change certainly for, for, for in a surprise. And you said some change for the better, which is wonderful. And I agree with you. So the, the process of looking back allows you to finish your project. If, if nothing else, it's the full circle of, what did I do or not do? What did I accomplish or not accomplish? What could I do differently? What can I celebrate? So that's part of it. And the next part is that it sets you up for your next set of planned accomplishments or goals, if you'd like to say it that way. And so then you can say, okay, regardless of so keep in mind, 2020 and 2021, while they are adjacent, they don't have to be a feeder to the other. You could change completely or you could alter, or you could just, just keep some of them that you weren't able to, to accomplish, but let it be that not, oh, I didn't do this. So now I have to let it be. I wasn't, I didn't accomplish it. And I own that. And now I want to, and here's the actions I will take that are different. And what that allows is your presence in 2021 will be about your goals for 2021, not what you did or didn't do in 2020. 
And it's really important to make sure that in the look back that you don't rationalize or justify simply because of the pandemic. You notice I said I did not hit those goals. Now, it wasn't that I just decided, oh, well, it's the pandemic. I won't or I can't. I mean, I still wanted to get business and I still wrote the book and I still reached out to people to engage. It didn't happen. And I learned some some actions and activities that I could do that perhaps will assist me in 2021. So there's this temptation right now in this peculiar period we're in to say, oh, well, Chuck 2020 up, you know, to the pandemic. But if we do that, then we may, we may make some mistakes in 2021 that have nothing to do with it. Yes, I love looking at it as accomplishments versus goals. And we've had many past guests on that have talked about doing that look back monthly, quarterly, some even weekly. And so that's something I might be adding to our our quarterly look back next year. And one of the pivots that I made, you know, healthy and energetic is what I write down every single day as I write my goals down. And as, you know, the gyms were closing, I wasn't going to, although working out is not my favorite thing. So I would have loved to say, oh, it's a pandemic. But obviously, um, for reasons that we all know, uh, that has to be part of our lives. And mm-hmm. so I do an online workout now that I love. Good. And I will be staying with it for 2021. So there are a lot of good things. And I look forward to us setting our goals and, and talking about some great tips. Debbie, you just gave me a couple that I just wrote down for putting our accomplishments for 2021 mm-hmm. down on paper. So coming up next will be our interview. I'll be interviewing Debbie Lumberg on setting our intention for our best next year. We also have our interview with Dr. Ron O'Neill and our follow through and you will not want to miss that. If you have someone that you think would be a great guest, please reach out to us and make that connection. Thank you and stay tuned. You can follow Debbie and me both on Instagram and Facebook at the Business of Life Masterclass. Me on Instagram at the Stay at Work Mom. And Debbie Lundberg is Debbie Lundberg everywhere. If you liked what you heard, please download more, subscribe for future updates and podcasts, and rate us five stars. We are committed to providing you with five-star guests and inspiration. We appreciate your spending time with us today on this podcast for successful people embracing every chance to accomplish and experience all you can in business and in life.